What is up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets, episode 47. Today, we are talking about like blocks, follow blocks, shadow bans, and all of the other things that happen to people to get their Instagram accounts banned and why I love it and why you should love it too. We are going to be diving in to why this is actually not bad news if you're doing things correctly by Instagram's guidelines. So first off, let's just talk about the guidelines and what's happening, starting with shadow bans. A shadow ban is when Instagram makes your hashtags stop working. And um, this is done by if you are using hashtags, and sometimes it's by accident, that are banned. Um, For instance, some of my clients that maybe are in the like marijuana related industry or like knives or guns or things like that, that might have certain restrictions from Instagram's guidelines, they might have some hashtags that are not good to use. Um, and the way you check is just going onto that in that hashtags page. So you'll want to do this routinely, um, at least every month or two and go through all the hashtags you use and just see if any of them are banned. Um, the way that a hashtag gets banned is that if enough posts get reported that have uh, similar hashtags, then Instagram goes in and looks on that hashtag hashtag and sees if that's something that needs to be banned. So sometimes uh, it makes a lot of sense why it's banned and sometimes it doesn't make as much sense. So that's why you want to make sure you're not using any banned hashtags because they might not be ones that should obviously be banned. Um, The other way you can get shadow banned, uh, I've heard some people say from using the same hashtags over and over, not totally sure about that one, but something to watch out for. Um, Another way would be if you're following too many people in a short amount of time. So there is a little bit of a time limit to it. No one knows the actual numbers besides people who work at Instagram. From my experience, I've seen that if you follow over 3,000 people, then that is when Instagram typically is going to start hurting your engagement. So that's why the follow unfollow strategy is completely out. Don't even think that it is semi okay to use. I'm going to go in depth in that because so many of you are like, oh yeah, well it got me followers. Those don't matter at all. Okay. The, it, it doesn't matter at all. If all it does is get your account banned in the end, it doesn't matter if it gets you 50 followers in a day or 3000 in a week from doing the follow unfollow strategy, or even I'm just going to go follow a bunch of accounts and not unfollow them. How about that? Also a horrible idea. Okay. I'm going to speak very clearly about this because if I'm really trying to help you guys on Instagram, you need to understand the magnitude of how bad this is going to affect your account. If you get banned in a year, it will all be for nothing, right? If you grow to however many followers and whatever happens, does it even matter if it gets banned? And none of you should be even scared at all of having your account get banned if you're not doing any of the things that I'm going to talk about on this show that Instagram doesn't like. 
basically if you as a personal user on of instagram don't like what people do on your account then it is something that instagram will eventually ban because it is catered towards the user experience and if it's an experience that users don't like then get ready for instagram to figure it out real quick and do something about it even quicker so don't be surprised if you do the follow one and follow strategy and then your account gets banned or your you get shadow banned or your engagement sucks don't be mad at instagram because instagram would die in a couple years if it didn't take actions to prevent stuff like that so don't get mad like oh instagram shouldn't be blocking my likes or blocking my follows if you're getting follow blocked or liked blocked you're blocking you're, you're doing way too many actions okay if you're using automation software to go out there and like posts or to follow people or to do literally anything it's going to get picked up and it's going to get blocked okay so stop doing it you really need to stop doing it and i know that so many of you are like yeah but it gets me this many results and this many followers the follower number does not matter. The follower number does not matter. It is a byproduct of the numbers that matter. Let me give you guys a quick lesson that you need to understand to be a successful Instagram marketer. And you should know that this podcast is mostly geared towards businesses trying to make money. And if you're brand new and you're trying to monetize your account, it's still going to be good for you to hear all the ways that you can monetize but I am talking to people who are looking to turn Instagram into a revenue stream for your business without wasting time. Okay, that is why someone would listen to this podcast, or at least those are the people who are going to get the most value out of it. The number that I really care about is how many sales that I get from Instagram and how many customers follow me, which is you know part of that follower number but if you're just coming on Instagram to say, oh, I want to get this many followers. Okay, imagine if Steve Jobs, when people asked him when he was building Apple in his garage, if they asked him, hey, Steve, like, what's your goals with Apple? And he said, oh, I'm going to make millions of dollars. My goal is to make millions of dollars. You know that's not what his response is. So why, when people ask your Instagram goals or you just talk about your Instagram goals to yourself, are you saying, I want this many followers. I just want to make this many followers. You're not thinking about it in the right way. Your focus is not on the right thing. If you would ask Steve Jobs, uh, and this is any entrepreneur that grows a huge company, they, they start with a vision. They're not thinking about how much money could this make me? They're trying to change the world and then the money follows. So if you want to grow a bunch of followers, try to impact the world and then the followers will naturally come. Impact the world and the followers will naturally come. So maybe Steve would give more of an example like I am trying to get the computer personalized and more user friendly so we can get one in every home in the world. That was where his focus was. And then, of course, he just became rich in the process. But you're not trying to pursue the money and you shouldn't be trying to pursue the followers. Now, back to what I was saying on I do track. Obviously, the money is still important because it's the byproduct. It's not what I'm chasing. But last week, I see that um, my e-commerce business 
got $800 in sales that came from Instagram. Okay, they came from Instagram. I know because I launched just a, a quick sale on one of my products. Um, it's an $80 product and we sold 10 of them from Instagram. And um, regardless of what my follower number says, I don't really care. I'm like, cool, that's great. My Instagram with <laughs> free, my free organic reach sold me $800 in product last week. And it's going to do some more next week as well. That's what I care about. That's what I'm really on the platform for is for the results. I'm not trying to get 100,000 followers that don't really care about my brand or my business and then eventually get shadow banned. That's not the goal that I'm in Instagram for, nor should it be yours. So don't use automation bots. Don't try to get too many followers too quickly. Like, obviously that's a great goal, but I'm saying, don't just say, oh, I want a hundred thousand followers in six months. How do I do that? Oh, you can buy followers. Ooh, I'm going to buy fake followers to come follow me. That's another way to get shadow banned is having way too many fake accounts follow you. And it is obvious that you paid someone to get you those followers. So if, if someone ever reaches out to you and says, Hey, we're gonna, we're selling 10,000 followers for a hundred bucks. Yes. It, sometimes it is true. Sometimes it is true. They can give you that. And those people will not be real and they'll never like your photos. And then you, that account will be completely unsalvageable. You will have to start over because you will have to either unfollow or like block like delete 10,000 followers and you're going to have to go through each one of those followers pages to confirm that they're a bot first before you just start deleting your, you know, your few real followers. That's not a task any of you should do, nor is that worth anyone's time. And then you would have to then start over and just completely wasted time and money and threw up all these red flags to Instagram that you were doing strategies that they do not approve. So like you have to think of everything from if I was the CEO of Instagram, would I allow it? Hell no, because all of that kind of stuff, users hate. Think about it. Every freaking person who comments on your post that says, great post, keep it up. You're like, oh my God, that is obviously either a bot or you didn't even look at the content, you're just freaking just trying to leave as many comments on everything that you can because Gary V told you to, and but you're not doing it right because he says leave genuine comments, okay? If you're gonna leave comments and you're gonna do commenting strategies, my main rule for that comment is you have to say something that a computer could have never said about that picture. So even if you do just wanna say, love this post, like if that's what came to your mind, Still, don't say that. Say something that shows that you actually saw the post. Just say something that lets people know that you're not a computer. That, that's the main qualification if you're going to go out and do commenting strategies. Um, so, so the point is, guys, are you in this for the long term or are you just trying to gain followers really quickly just to say that you did it? Are you just trying to gain a lot of followers so that you can tell people you have a lot of followers? I mean, you can do that from a, a ton of different strategies, but if you are looking to actually turn Instagram into a revenue stream for your business or to brand yourself properly as a personal brand, 
or to have this be a long-term eight-year, 10-year account that it does whatever for you, even if it's just for fun, but you would like to share your message with the world, even if you're not trying to make money, but you're just trying to share a message, then totally this is still a great podcast for you as well, or at least most of the episodes because we're trying to be genuine people on Instagram because it's our job as Instagrammers and Instagram marketers to not just use up every little resource that we can to just have Instagram's downfall come a, come apart um, or come upon us quicker than it would have if we didn't do you know stupid marketing techniques. I'm basically saying that you wouldn't, you wouldn't just say, okay, we're on planet earth. Let's just like use all the resources and abuse it until the planet's ruined. That's essentially how I would look at someone who is doing all of these strategies on Instagram that you know, Instagram hates and that, you know, users hate, but because it gains you followers, you're like, well, that's the number that I'm going for. So I guess it's worth it. Right. But your, your focus is on the wrong thing if you're just thinking like, I just want to do whatever gets me followers. You're not going to grow a, a, a sustainable brand because even if that account wouldn't get banned, you wouldn't give a crap about it in a few years. Okay, if you, if you don't care about your account enough to go in there and then like leave the comments and do the work because it's fun and fulfilling to be out there as you and your brand, then you probably aren't even in it enough to have a long-term vision for this company. You're just trying to make money this year and that's fine. Like if that's your goal, then just know that that's your goal. But if you're actually trying to make this into a thing where you're a, a brand established in the future, then your focus needs to be on a lot of different things. And another thing it needs to be on is getting people on different platforms from your Instagram. Okay, and that's one of the the main secrets to Instagram, guys, is it's not about what happens on Instagram. It's my Instagram could get banned tomorrow and my company would be fine. That's the thing you need to understand. My Instagram could get blocked tomorrow and my company would be fine because my product is they already know they can get my products on my website, on Amazon, or on eBay. They know that they that I've got them on email. My brand name is well established. I could make a new account and do a couple paid posts with the biggest accounts and just say, hey, he got blocked. He's over here now. And it's a good idea to create a backup account if you get really, really huge. Um, but um, I mean, I've got Facebook page likes. I've got emails. I've got YouTube subscribers. I've got them on other places. I would be able to rebuild my brand. Um, it, or I wouldn't be screwed. My sales wouldn't go to zero if my Instagram account got blocked. And you need to know that Instagram is just a part of a successful business. And in, I think it is the most important social media that you can be on um, at this time. And probably at least for the next decade is going to be the most important social media to be on. Now, let me go back to that original point that I was making at the beginning of this episode. Actually, let's cut to a quick break. So we'll be right back, guys. All right. So like I was saying, I was going to recap on that first point that I made is that I love 
that Instagram is like blocking and follow blocking and shadow banning people because for accounts like mine that don't violate any, any of Instagram's terms and policies, my engagement keeps going up and up and up. So I'm going to let you guys know I'm, I have an, yes, the size of my main account. All right. I've never said it on this podcast before because I want you guys to first understand what the follower number means and what it doesn't mean. And what I can tell you is what I do have is engagement and sales and customers, even on my Instagram marketing secrets, Instagram account. Okay. I'll I'll tell you guys about my, my biggest account after not, which is not my Instagram marketing secrets account right now. It has 700 followers on my IGM secrets. And then when I was at 300 followers, I ran a sale for some coaching packages. And even though I had 300 followers, I was still able to sell $1,200 worth of coaching packages because I don't care about the follower number. I just cared about how many potential customers were following me. So that's why I'm on it. And that's why you guys should be on it too. 300 followers. I don't care. Still ran a sale, $1,200 in sales in one week on a th- <laughs> an account with 300 followers. They were just all customers. Okay, now it's at 700, but that's not the account I'm talking about. My biggest account is at 33,000 followers. Now, the reason why that number also doesn't matter and why people that are probably above that that are listening to this podcast are still getting valuable information is because the amount of followers you have depends on the size of your market. So the biggest account in my market has 200,000 followers. So I have over 10% market share. I have a 15% market share by followers um, is how I look at that. If you're in the entrepreneur industry and you have 20,000 followers and then the biggest account has 500 million, (laughs) not that much, but you know, 10 million, 20 million, I don't know, Gary Vee is probably like right around there. Then you have a smaller percentage of market share. There's not as many people on there, but I am trying to compete and own smaller or medium sized markets, I should say. And obviously I'm getting the sales results from it, which is also the main thing I'm on here. Now, when I checked my engagement, um, using, uh, it's flanks.com P H L A N X.com. If you want to check your engagement, you can do this for other accounts that you're about to do a paid post with as well. That's a bonus tip for you. Um, the, uh, an average account that has over 20 or 30,000 followers usually has between 1.5 and 2% engagement. That would be like an average. My engagement is 7.5, which means that on average, my posts get about 2,500 to 3000 likes, even though I only have, you know, 33,000 followers. Now I recently did a paid post with the biggest account in my market who has that like 200 or like 220k like right in that range and um i paid him 45 bucks so pretty cheap um to do a post and it got 4500 likes and when i posted that same exact post on my account it got 4200 likes so despite only having you know, a, uh, a tenth of the followers that he did, my posts get about the same results. And that's because my account has been built the right way that my organic reach keeps going up and up because all of these other accounts keep going down and down because Instagram keeps taking more 
maneuvers to get rid of these accounts doing the actions they don't like, everyone else's accounts that are doing the right things naturally go up because engagement is simply the likelihood that someone will see your post. And if the likelihood of others' posts is going down and down, then whose posts go there instead? You might be thinking, well, all sponsored ads are going to sell more sponsored posts, which they are, but also naturally your engagement will go up and mine keeps going up and up because I know so many accounts are getting blocked right now, even for things that they were doing months ago and aren't currently doing. It still has that history on Instagram. So I would say don't ever do any of those things that that you don't think Instagram wants you to do or that you know that bug you when other people do to you. Unless you're in it for the short term and you're just trying to make money within this first year or you're trying to make money as quick as possible and you don't really care about what happens to it in a year, then yeah, maybe that changes your strategy. But like I said, the main listeners of this podcast are people trying to build businesses that will pay them for years and years and years or will be in a position in maybe a few years to then sell that business because it actually is a valuable business that someone else would see and say, yeah, I'll totally buy this business. You guys have you know, followers on every platform. You got emails, you got um, plenty of people who just know your brand um, naturally and um, they can see that you're protected and that you're doing well and your sales are doing well and you got to hang everything. Then you can sell that business. That would be another reason why don't freaking get ready to hand off this business to someone right before your engagement's going to get, you know, banned or, or you're going to have your follow blocks or whatever. Like you can't sell that business to someone. People aren't stupid, especially people who have enough money to be buying a business. None of them are going to do it just because they're like, oh, I'll buy a business. They're going to take due diligence and do all of their research to make sure your business was built on the right foundation before even considering to buy your business. So make sure you're doing this correctly if you are someone who's in this for the long haul, who's trying to build a business that's going to pay them for the for years to come or be able to sell it effectively and actually be able to do things. Now, guys, I'm going to give you one more bonus tip on just how you can protect your account a little bit more and uh, then we'll adjourn for today. Um, but what I would recommend, okay, think of it this way, like I was saying before, if you're Instagram CEO, what would be one thing that would make you stop before banning an account? That would be if they are a paying customer, right? How much better customer service can you get if you're a paying customer rather than a non-paying customer? You can't go into Target and buy nothing and then complain about the bathrooms and expect management to care unless you're like a frequent customer. That's just a random example, but what I'm saying is pay for some ads. Okay, even if you do a $5 boosted post, um, just you know, clicking the promote button, spending five bucks just to boost it, doing some Facebook ads, um, just spending any kind of money on there, at least show Instagram that you're a real person who's investing into being on there because you're going to have that much more leeway if you were ever in consideration of having your account banned, if you have given Instagram money, 
naturally since they are a business that is something that will leverage them not panning your account. So keep active on there. Um, make sure you're doing stories. Make sure you're doing regular posts. Make sure you're commenting back to people. You're responding to direct messages. That um, you're going out there and you're liking people's stuff, but you're not just blindly liking everything and just take actions on Instagram that a real person would do because if we want real customers then we need to be a real person and a real business owner that just has a social media presence on Instagram so let people feel your presence let them actually feel your brand and don't use all of these automation techniques because they're gonna bite you in the butt all right guys thanks for listening I will talk to you real soon